Welcome to Real Relationship Goals, a podcast all about the realities of healthy relationships. Real Relationship Goals is a project of the Advocacy Center for Crime Victims and Children in Waco, Texas. If you or someone you know has experienced sexual violence or harassment and is seeking support, services, or needs more information, links to resources and our hotline number can be found in the description. The views expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect those of their organizations or affiliates. Welcome back to season three of Real Asianship Goals. This is episode two, so if you missed episode one, there's always time to go back and listen to that. You can listen to that before this episode. You can listen to it after. I don't know how you'd listen to it at the same time, but if you could do that. <laughs> You could do that. One uh, air each ear. Yes, one, one air. <laughs> I like that. Um, as a reminder, the podcast is produced by the Prevention and Education Team at the Advocacy Center for Crime Victims and Children here in Waco. My name's Allie. I'm Mariana. I'm Blythe. And I'm Kyla, our community social work intern. Yay, we love Kyla. This week in relationships, we're talking about the unspoken curriculum launched by Taraji P. Henson. I know some people might know about the many works of Taraji P. Henson, but just wanting to highlight on the unspoken curriculum, which aims to help students seek help when they are feeling alone. I recently watched a clip where Taraji speaks on destigmatizing conversations around mental health. And what stood out to me when she said, strength is recognizing and admitting I need help. I want to reference this back to how having good stability with our mental health is important for our relationships in all aspects of relationships, whether it's friendships, romantic relationships, or family relationships. I want to be intentional with acknowledging the unspoken curriculum, and it's great to have someone we can talk to about what state our mental health is in because it just goes to show that support and balance of being able to be vulnerable with one another. Taraji also goes to speak on how mental challenges and depression takes a toll on an individual, especially with her talking about being isolated in the pandemic. I just want to reference how those certain aspects of mental challenges can take a toll on our relationships as well. There's tension surrounding the fact of lack of awareness of someone's mental state can create an unbalance of support and being able to be vulnerable to one another or not having the capacity. All goes to say, it's important to have a sense of responsibility with being aware of our mental health and creating that support and space in our relationships with one another. Okay, story time. So I came to Waco, right, in 2019 with my husband, Luke, because he got into a two-year grad program at Baylor. So prior to moving here, we had talked about being in Texas for just those two years and then leaving to go somewhere else after he graduated. So fast forward two years, it's spring 2021, and Luke is in the depths of the job search process, and we get hit with two options. Uh, option A, we can move to Milwaukee, Wisconsin, uh, which is pretty close to family for the both of us. We're from the Midwest. Or we can stay in Waco and he'll take a job at Baylor, right? And so while we had like, you know, talked about it a lot beforehand, we had a really, really short time period to say yes or no to the job in Wisconsin. So if it, it was up to us, like 
if it was up to each of us individually, I would have moved to Wisconsin and Luke would have stayed in Texas um, at Baylor. So looking at each of the options, it was definitely choosing between the good and the good, like really good things in Texas, really good things in Wisconsin, just different good things. So obviously I'm here right now and we ended up <laughs> and we ended up staying in Texas in large part because one of the more like one of the good things at uh, in Texas was the Baylor job. It was just really a great job. And so obviously that also required compromise because I wasn't getting the thing that I like quote unquote wanted. And so for us, that compromise looked like committing to travel to see family more often. So spent that spending more time and money to do so. And especially initially, one of the things that we kind of, I don't know if it was compromised on or just agreed on that like, of course I will share in the excitement and joy of like getting to stay like in the, in a space with people that we love and like a really cool new job, but also like saying that it's okay for me to be sad and like for Luke to be sad with me that like we aren't um, moving closer to family. So it was a difficult compromise, but I think one that was made with a lot of care and intention, um, especially in the direct aftermath of it. Well, I just want to say, we're glad you're here, bud. Yes, <laughs> I'm glad to be here. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Like Allie said, we're so glad you're here. And thank you for sharing that story with us. So diving into the, the meat of our content, or I guess for our vegetarian and vegan listeners, our plant-based protein content <laughs> of the episode. So just to kind of recap, our focus for season three is areas of tension or contradiction within relationships. So our area of tension that we're going to be exploring and visiting about today is relationships require compromise, but at the same time, there are some things that are not negotiable. So just kind of to give a definition to compromise, um, compromise is an agreement or a settlement of a dispute or disagreement that is reached by each side consenting to concessions which basically means um, that it's two people getting a little bit of what they want, but not the entirety of what they want. So Allie, Blythe, Ariana, what have we got? You know, this is a tough one. As Blythe just said in her story, you know, like even in a situation, it's like, it's two good things in her story, but it is, it's hard to like not get the thing that you want or fully get the thing that you want you know, and that is just a necessary part of being in relationships. I think a good place to start is for everyone as like an individual, as a half of every relationship that you're in or a piece of every relationship you're in is to think about like, what are the things that are sort of non-negotiables for you? Like these are things I will not compromise on maybe like safety, consent, your value as a human, things like that. And then things that are subjective to change, right? That could change depending on your kind of like age and stage and how you feel about different things. You know, I can imagine myself by like a, a younger version of myself being in that situation that you were in and being just like, you know, so like irreparably devastated. Like if we don't move to Wisconsin, then that's it for me, you know? So I think that some of it has to do with like maturity level at points and different in the different types of relationships you're in. But I think that that is certainly a place to start is for each of us ourselves to think about what is 
negotiable and what is non-negotiable for compromise. Mm-hmm. I, oh, y'all, we love Brene Brown here. I'm going to plug Brene Brown. One way that um, I know I have found it helpful to like in thinking through less so like the uh, like tangible things, um, but more of like thinking about intangible things is to go through and think about like core values that you have. So Brene Brown, she's got this like values list, Google it, Brene Brown, dare to lead values. And she challenges you to like out of a list of like 50 or something like that um, to narrow it down to two, even if right? Like that sounds impossible. Like it's daunting and it's really hard. Um, but even the process of doing so can, I don't know, at least for me has helped slow down and think, okay, what are the things that as I'm thinking about those more like subjective, like non-negotiables, what are the things that are really yeah, important for me um, in my life and relationships, whether it's thinking about a romantic relationship or a friendship or something in work or in school or with my neighbor <laughs> um, or another family member mm-hmm. or something like that. I think just in one of the key things, just for, I don't want to say success, but just a greater shot at success in compromising and just this area of tension is communication. And I feel like I'll probably bring this up every week, but vulnerability, (laughs) the willingness to express how you feel is a very vulnerable thing because you're just laying yourself out in front of another person and and sometimes you may not reach a compromise that you're happy with. And sometimes you may shoot for something and neither one of you is happy because neither one of you is getting fully what you want, but you just have to express what you need and, and go from there. I think take that leap. In thinking about like kind of the practical, like, okay, we're two people, we're in some type of relationship. We have to make a decision. We have to compromise on something because we disagree. Do y'all have any like, pro tips, advice for like how to like even go into that conversation, whether it's things to talk about or just things to be thinking about how to frame that conversation? Yeah, I think, you know, I think if we're thinking about like the story that you shared, Blythe, right? Like, I think this can kind of depend on the relationship, but like in that instance, you and Luke are like committed to each other. You have this foundation of this commitment to each other. And, and so I think when you have that as the foundation, it's like, you're going into this and you're saying like, Hey, listen, we both love each other after this, we're still going to both love each other. So how can we come with like both the things that I personally need and want, but also being, having that mutual interest and investment in the things that in this case, like my partner wants and needs as well you know so I think when you come with kind of like a foundation of and even if we move beyond like a romantic relationship of just like respect and listening some of the things like we have a whole episode on respect in season one we also have an episode on equality so you know that is those are some foundations that if you start with those I think that that is helpful when going into compromise but that's just my opinion I think another way to approach it is just to basically, yes, understand that y'all have that foundation with each other and y'all should be able to comfortably have those hard discussions about, hey, my personal needs and wants are this, and then your partner or even in families or friendships, and then you explain your personal wants and needs and just like giving each other options to like come in the middle and to understand like, hey, we might not fully get what we personally want or need in both ways but we will compromise for each other in some way or form. 
we will make a decision that is best for both of us. Mm -hmm. So that's one way to look at it and approach. Yeah, I'd say I definitely am also thinking about how this tension exists in both professional and academic spaces too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I definitely faced just these areas of discussion around uh, compromise and what I am unwilling to compromise like about myself for work or mm -hmm. internship sometimes and for school of um, like that I have had to learn how to do this because it is difficult because like Ali mentioned it's a thing um, like whenever you come into a foundation of relationship like quality equality is a very big aspect of that but there are some instances where there is a power dynamic that just simply exists whether it be the person that controls your paycheck or the person that controls your grade, that can be a very difficult space to know how, like to feel like you're able to navigate that safely. Mm -hmm. um, and you may just have to come into that with a little bit of extra courage, but it's, I feel like it's important that we acknowledge that um, it can be difficult to be willing to stick with your non-negotiables in spaces with yes. that power dynamic. Yeah, that's good. And I think even where there's a very like by title um, difference in power, but also when we think about historically marginalized identities and the ways that like power is at play there as well, maybe not within a title, but within sort of like the power and privilege of uh, identities in the ways that those have been historically and currently used. Um, so I think that that's really important. Thank you for bringing that up, Kyla. Well, I think that we are ready for our relationship goal today, which I have for you. The first thing, we got kind of a two-parter here. Um, Blythe mentioned the values inventory from Brene Brown. We'll link that in the in the show notes. But sit down, go through that values inventory yourself so you can figure out what those non-negotiables are for you and what um, things you're willing to negotiate about or be flexible with. And then the second part is to practice, practice compromising on something small or even initiate suggesting doing something that a friend or partner or a classmate or coworker or anyone you're in a relationship with wants or prefers and, and do that with, uh, with sort of joy and gratitude instead of irritation. Something as simple as uh, maybe what food you eat or if you're trying to pick a movie you're going to see. Those are pretty easy places and low risk places maybe you see a movie you don't want to see or maybe you have a dinner that you wished was different <laughs> but um you know those are pretty uh, low stakes and and good places to start and i think ariana has our recommendation for this week i do i do i recommend journaling nice. i always find it very helpful for myself when i write down my thoughts it helps me process them better and it just makes me feel better in full so yes, I recommend journaling. And I also recommend going to Walmart to buy your journals. They have some good templates. Ooh. Okay, good. Yes. We got two recommendations in one. <laughs> thank you, Ariana. And thank you all for tuning in to this episode. We'll be back next week with episode three and we hope to see you there. Thanks so much for tuning in to Real Relationship Goals. This episode was produced by the Prevention and Education Department of the Advocacy Center for Crime Victims and Children in Waco, Texas. You can follow us on Instagram at ACCVC underscore prevention. See you next time.